everyone. Welcome to episode 17 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. I'm Chris. Welcome back. Welcome back. We, we skipped last week. Yeah, we skipped last week and I missed it. Yeah, it felt kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about your feelings, but I the last week seemed to take a long time. Only because we missed the, the, <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Yeah, no other reason. No other reason. Um, thanks for coming back. A lot of you listened to the last episode and a lot of you commented, so thank you. It's It was our most listened episode by far. So. After after season one, episode one. Season one. We should get into season two. Actually, maybe we should start season two. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. You're correct. Yeah. And it must count the listens where people push play and then fast forward to the news. It must count out as a full listen. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's what a lot of people have A few people did say yes to me. They went, <laughs> I cheated and went ahead. Well, you might have to do that again today. Who knows? Hopefully you won't. Maybe you'll listen for a little while. Who knows? We'll see. Because yeah, we do we, have a lot of news today. We do have some news. We, um, we had an interesting day. We did. All right. Where do you want to start? Well, I thought we would start with our mailbag. <laughs> do we have ma- oh, mail? Do we have mail? I mean, a lot of people sent us stuff. Right. Well, it was mostly just... Uh, congrats, because I, you know, we shared our betas. Yep, which was a good beta. Um, pregnancy, right? And for those of you that are like me, you're like, "What the hell's a beta?" If <laughs> you a, hadn't really been paying attention, I don't know why they call it a beta. Either do I? Do you have an alpha? <laughs> do you have an omega? <laughs> or, I, mean, I think we said we'd look that up, and we never did. But yeah. it's it's measuring the amount of H of HCG hormone, which is known as the pregnancy hormone. Yeah, it tells you if you're probably pregnant. It tells you for it, it tells you if you're pregnant, and then if you're if that number keeps increasing, then you're probably pregnant. Then it, your pregnancy is progressing, right? Which is a good thing when yes. you're trying to get pregnant. Correct. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we mostly had a lot of well wishes. In our, a lot in our of bag, them, and we very much appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think a few people may have sent us stuff to talk about, but I mean, it, most of it was just yay. Yeah. We're so, so people had ideas you. about. Um, what we could continue to do with the podcast. Yep. Things like that. Yep. And Which if, I think are good for us to hear. I mean, what, I think one person said, I don't know you, but I'm invested in your life. Yeah. And <laughs> like I'd that. like to continue hearing about it. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Also kind of weird in a way. In no a good way. way. It's awesome. It's just like the world of 2016 yeah. is... Uh, you're up in everybody's business. Share your world. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. Yeah. Uh, especially welcome back and thank you for listening. If you are somebody who's struggling with infertility and oh. this is mm-hmm. not the easiest thing to listen to because um, Amy had a good beta, maybe you had a bad beta or not a right. great one. So, I, you know, it's it's weird and we, there's yeah. emotions everywhere. We get it. So, yeah. We get it. And also, can we uh, talk about uh, thank you and welcomes to some countries? Oh, um, I guess. Sure. I don't remember. So we kind of have like the Olympics of uh, <laughs> podcasting going on or our listens are based on our whenever we see a new country, it's like awesome. It looks cool. Yeah. But the problem is now there's so many and that we, we can't remember what are the newest ones. So let's just list off all the countries that listen to us. We did this like three episodes ago, but I, I, I think, think it it's was good. more than that. All right. Um, so we'll go down the list. And I didn't know it was such a close tie between second between Australia and Canada. It's really close. It is. Yeah. So the gold medals, United States, because according to NBC and the Olympic coverage, that's the only country that partook in the Olympics. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And then we got... Wait, I need to interrupt you. Uh, as if you we're your turn to speak. <laughs> do you think that NBC has the rights to show in other countries? And do you think that their coverage was very country-centric like ours was? Like, do they no. have the rights to, fi- to, to film it and play it in Canada? I doubt it. Okay. I know what you're saying, and I. And then if they did have those, would rights, it be Canada centric? Would it be Canada centric instead of USA centric? I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that NBC, which is a Comcast company, no wait, it's owned by GE, right? Yeah. Comcast GE, yeah. Jack Donahue's GE. Right. Um, they're a U.S. company, and they only broadcast in the U.S., so they only right. have the rights to the U.S. I'm listeners guessing. from Australia and Canada, because yeah. you're the most, uh, you're next in line for listeners. Tell us, what was your Olympic coverage like? Because I'd be so curious if it's the same as ours, where it was like, yeah. we wanted to see all the hammer throws, and we got to see two U.S. guys. And that was it. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So in Germany, they're, they're up there, too, as far as listings. Yeah. yeah. Did, do you have your own regional coverage? And did our our coverage was terrible. terrible. All, all they did was they threw, they put a billion commercials in, which we fast forward through. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we're kind of like the problem. They want people to see the commercials, so they put a million of them in. But anyways, and then they only showed Americans besides like Hussein Bolt and stuff, you know. Yeah. They only showed Americans and they showed heats of all the running, but they didn't show cool stuff like hammer throw or discus or any of that other neat yeah. stuff. So yeah, I'm curious if other countries 
it was um australian istic canadian istic centrist yeah 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 uh, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, yeah. So let us know. Um, so, yeah, we'll do every other one. I got the United States. Mm-hmm. And then Australia. And Canada. And Germany. And Switzerland. United Kingdom. Poland. Netherlands. India. Singapore. Japan. And France. And France sampled us and decided, we got better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> there was one person that's like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is the lowest. Yeah. But that's a lot of countries. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So, yeah. But, again, most of them in the United States, which is sweet because, you know, everyone we know lives here. Where we live. <laughs> yeah, so. and I know people who live in Australia. I know. And Germany. Yeah, we've talked about it. this. Where oh. you're like, and oh, United I, Kingdom. I bet that this person who I know. I bet that, like, it could well, be other people. all the people we know live in America. Yeah, That's, a lot of people we know. It is most of the people we know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unfortunately. So, although we know that one guy from Brazil. But he doesn't really know us anymore. So. Okay, you can only say you know a guy if you remember his name. Oh, I don't remember his name, though. We met a guy in line while we were waiting for our rental car in Las Vegas. Like two years ago, right? Uh, yeah, just last May. Oh. And um, we waited in that line for like hours. It was like three hours. And we talked to the guy from Brazil. And he's he like, wanted us to come and yeah, stay with he him. was awesome. Come to my country. I'll show you around. I was like, sweet. And then we never talked again. So. No. Yeah, oh, well. uh, okay, so mailbag. Thanks for sending stuff in and all that yeah. stuff. What's next? Uh, infertility in the news. All right. A uh, much loved segment makes its return. It's much loved by you. <laughs> Are you like I love it? <laughs> uh, maybe you've heard this. It's kind of old since we missed a week, but uh, news came out in the Hollywood Reporter. So I don't know if this is like a, one of the tabloids that's known for being more truthful or more making up stories. I don't know that, but uh, they say that Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel's are expecting twins because of intense rounds of IVF. <laughs> now, number one, congrats to them, if, especially if they used IVF. Congrats. Yep. Congrats on the twins. But uh, every round of IVF is intense. <laughs> yeah, there's no easy rounds. Maybe it's a male writing this. Did a male write this? Because it's Probably. easy for males. <laughs> yeah, but I think so. If we go to this part, it says they were trying to get pregnant for a year, um, but getting the news of twins was overwhelming and exciting their heads were spinning a little but once they got used to the idea they realized it was the happiest shock of their lives it's still very new for them Aww. now if they did indeed use ivf <laughs> they were not super shocked if they put into <laughs> embryos even so there was a chart we saw that chart saying if you put in one embryo sure. your chances of you having twins still because they could split yeah yeah is this much? So it wouldn't have been like a super shock. Yeah. I think it's more of a shock if you get spontaneously pregnant <laughs> right. and find out it's twins. Oh, definitely. That's more of a shock. I think it'd be most awesome if, most awesome, the <laughs> awesomer, the awesomest, if they did put in two embryos and they're like, what? There's two babies? <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah. That would that'd be sweet. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of cool that there are, is a celebrity couple who maybe is admitting to using IVF because I'm guessing there's a lot of them out there that have like... Um, What's her face? Mariah Carey had twins when she was in her 40s. That was probably some science in there. Science. That kind of thing. But I don't think a person like that would ever come out and say that. So anyway, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that is neat. Um, I Because the more you say that. it, the more like normalizing it might be that people are doing it. Definitely. Um, I was going to mention something, but I don't recall. Maybe it'll come to me. Okay. It was something about IVF and people talking about it and things happening. <laughs> Huh. Well, that would have been really relevant. To this, I know. I probably podcast. should have jotted it down or something. <laughs> oh, well. Um, but I did, interesting enough, talk to a lot of people. I had my 20-year class reunion this weekend, which makes all my friends seem really old. I'm not old. I'm young still. But um, And I talked to a lot of people about, and oddly enough, nobody was like, how are you? What are you up to? And like, nobody really yeah. said that. Because mm -mm. honestly, there was only like 40 people there out of a class of like 800. So there wasn't a lot of people yeah, there. Uh, I graduated with 250. I know everyone in my class's name. I know everybody in the class above me and most of them in the class below me. Right? Because like, we've known each other since some of us since kindergarten. Because you have a privilege of going to a smaller school. <laughs> uh, these 40 people in this room, I think three of them knew each other. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And the rest of them did not know each other. But I enjoyed walking around and being like, I don't remember you. Do you remember me? And they're like, no. And we're like, who do we know? We might know that we, we knew together. <laughs> but I would tell people a lot, like, oh, we're doing IVF, you know, and um, Amy may be pregnant right now. We think she is, but we're doing the ultrasound Monday. That? Yeah. It came up a lot. Like when me and uh, one of my friends who also used IVF were talking, the two girls sitting at the table were like, 
because we were he just said all I have to do is go in a room with a magazine and they're oh, like and they're okay. like what and we had to explain because I know you're talking to the one friend who listens to us yeah and I just talked to other people oh huh I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> I will share it with strangers on here but I don't like you talking to people strangers about it <laughs> yeah I don't know it's different okay. No, it was oh. I, I, it wasn't fun to share with people, and they were very much almost everybody I talked to, which was only granted three or four people, said I know somebody who did that, and it's been difficult for them, or I know somebody uh, who's been trying, and it's been difficult for them, yeah, yeah. which made me think this is very very normal, and nobody talks about. It. Oh, okay, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's why because I think our podcast podcast has kind of transitioned a little bit into trying to advocate for its normalcy, yeah, at least to me, sure. at least that's what I tell people. Gives it some legitimacy. <laughs> I don't talk about it as much as you, I guess. I, everyone I meet, hey, I don't know who you are. I do IVF. <laughs> well, actually, my wife did IVF. I'm just Sometimes around. you say that, because I have said it to some people, and they say, what is that? Yes. Like, they don't know That's know the first that response, means. actually. Because yeah. a lot of, and I was going to tell my work people on Thursday, I'll tell you how many people are like, what's over you? Because a lot of people will probably be like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, mailbag? That we already we, did that. That's what I mean. It's we time did. for Chris's favorite segment. Cat corner, cat corner, meow, 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 cat corner. Meow. Uh, <laughs> how come we don't have like a cat meow? All the cats are gone. They're well, always down here usually. They well, are, Davis is eating. And they're tired. They and spent the whole day hunting. They did. We, well, I guess we can have two stories. But the first story is, so uh, it was two weeks ago that we had our last podcast. And I also when I got the results of our second beta that it had tripled, which means the pregnancy is progressing. Um, and then it was... I had to wait two weeks until today for the next doctor appointment. Yep, that was today. And this two week is it was another two week wait. Uh, pregnancy world or trying to get pregnant world two week waits a tough thing, and it didn't it does it didn't feel real. And so I peed on a lot of sticks. Oh, that was one of my questions. Do we have a stick number? And can I guess? And can we have like higher or lower? Do we have a stick number? You've got to know. Kind oh, you so far it's so wait, many. Okay. It's so many. You don't know how many. <laughs> no, I do know. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay. So I'm going to take a wild stab at it. Okay. I think you peed on, in the last two weeks, uh-huh. I think you peed on four sticks. How many? You think I have much more self-control than I do. Four seems <laughs> extreme to me. So what did you actually pee on? Seven. Oh my good lord. <laughs> that's one every other day. Well, because... Uh, yeah, that's about what I did. So uh, right after the phone call saying it, that my beta number... Oh, oh, wait. Actually, one of them I didn't... I peed on the, the day... Not in the two weeks, but right after the first beta. So is it two weeks and one day at seven? Or two weeks and one day it's eight? Two weeks and three days at seven. Okay. Yeah, that's much better. Okay. So I peed on that one. And then I wanted to get a digital to see they were pregnant, which they didn't have. It was just yes or no. But I still want to do a digital because they're extra. They're not very sensitive. So you have to have a lot for it to show. Did it say yes? Yeah. And then um, we have a bunch left over. We I have a bunch left over from when I would buy them on the internet. They're known as Wand Fro Internet Cheapies. That's you've done your review before, like yeah. episode four or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had a bunch of those left over, and so I peed on those a lot. <laughs> Start peeing on them. Who cares? Did you do this in the bathroom? Well, of course. I don't know how women do it. Maybe you go outside for like more of a no, natural but, feel. Or um. Something. So the some of them you pee directly on them. You don't. Some of them you pee in a pee? cup. And you dip the stick. Like a litmus test kind of thing? Kind of. Um, and the ones you pee directly on come in these big plastic... It's a big, long plastic thing. About the size of a pen, but thick, like, wider. Okay. And then the ones that you just dip in, the internet cheapies, are really thin and yeah. small. Um, probably a lot similar to what they might use in the actual lab. Yeah, so like yeah. a litmus test where you... Yeah, yeah. In high school, you would put them in yes. and they would tell you the concentration of whatever. And so I peed on a lot of those. And my <laughs> the cat corner story is just a couple of days ago where I peed on one. And then you lay it down. Um, and you do this in the morning when you have the most of this hormone in your urine. Sure. And I... Then you, you go know, back to bed. Empty the cup. and I No, and then I get ready for work. Oh, you do it. Okay, you do it when you wake up. Yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to see how dark it gets. So you have to let it sit there for a while. And so then I'm, I think I'm doing my makeup and I look over. And there's Neo chewing on my pee stick. <laughs> I was like, Neo, I peed on that. <laughs> he didn't seem to care. He loves the taste of pee. <laughs> Don't pee on that. And so then I felt bad that Neo was peeing on my pee, or chewing on my pee stick. So did you take it from him? <laughs> yeah. Did you give him one that you had not yet peed on? No. <laughs> I don't know. He was just annoyed because I hadn't fed him yet. So he's like, oh, you care about this? I'll eat anything. I'll eat this. <laughs> 
you won't give me my food I care about, I'll take something away from you. That seems about right for him. Yeah, so I thought that was funny that he chewed on that. Uh, our second cat corner story oh, has to do with um, mice or voles. Just some debate in the house. Uh, they could be mice too, who knows. I don't know. I don't know. Davis thinks it's a vole. I don't know. It's been raining a lot, like a lot here, like... Wisconsin, they just issued some emergency thing because there's oh, a, like a lot of flooding. water. Um, so when it rains a lot, mice or or voles come rodents in. Rodents, varmints. Yeah, they want to come in or they want to get to higher ground. So, so we've had a few. Yeah. Hey, uh, have we talked about Davis? We have a roommate temporarily. <laughs> <For> <laughs> That's like two, day, two more days. He doesn't. Right, but we're saying Davis's name a lot, and Davis, so people are like, Davis, 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 Davis. Yeah. Davis, Davis, Davis. You didn't like that movie, did you? being John Malkovich where everyone just starts saying Malkovich. No, Malkovich, I did not Malkovich. like that movie. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Oh. <laughs> I liked it. That's a good one when people have like a thing that says, what's a movie everybody loved that you hated? Mine should be being John Malkovich. Yeah. Well, I don't know everybody loved that, but a lot of people did. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Davis is here now, but he he's moving out in a couple days. Yeah, kick him out. He, he learned about the mouse rodent problem. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. First there's a bat and now there's voles. <laughs> That's like a farm. You reason it was weird. Yeah, so anyway, the kitties have um, been hunting these creatures in our house. Right. And I always know that there's something happening because I'll wake up, and usually when I wake up, the cats are real excited, and Neo, of course, is starving because he never gets fed. I'm the worst cat mom. Never feed my poor cats. Um, and he's crying and whining for food, and I make him wait till after I take a shower and stuff. And uh, this yesterday morning, he wasn't there to bug me, and I was like, oh, there's something going on. Yeah. And when I went out in the living room, they were both staring at one of our um, stands in the living room. And so I was like, oh, there's a mouse behind there. Yeah, Battle Cat doesn't seem to hunt as much. She lets the other two do it. She's like, I've had my day in the sun. You two can uh, go ahead and hunt that. Yeah, let the young people take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they're good hunters. Yeah, the one underneath the, which we knew was underneath the TV stand that they were staring at. Uh, Later that evening, like at midnight or one in the morning, I looked down. He's just looking up at me with the mouse in in his mouth. (laughs) <laughs> and you don't expect to see a cat with a like when he's looking at you because he wasn't meowing. You, you know he's very vocal, yeah. aren't you? Are you very vocal? Oh, now he won't say anything. Yeah, he's jealous. Neo. No, won't say anything. Yeah. But he's very vocal, and to hear him just, or just stare at you and not meow is very strange. But he is judging us right now. So. And then today, when we got back, oh, we went, we went to the Minnesota State Fair today. We did. For lady about fe- three hours. Lady fell down. It was awesome. Oh, that, well, that wasn't awesome, but... <laughs> it was an experience. It was an experience, that poor lady. But anyway, we got home and they were staring at our, a curtain in the dining room. <laughs> like, why are they staring at a curtain? I was like, is the mouse there? So I kind of moved it around thinking it was just hiding on the ground in it. And it wasn't. And so we waited for a while and they kept staring at it. And so I was like, Davis, pull that curtain, And they were please. staring up Yeah, more and than... this creature, maybe a vole... Uh, had climbed up the curtain. <laughs> and it was clinging for dear life away from the jaws of the cats Which waiting really for them. Which really is the smartest thing one of these creatures has done. Yeah, the cats didn't exactly high. know how to get in there. Yeah, yeah so I got a bowl. <laughs> I trapped it and I brought it outside. And then outside it goes. And then it would probably come back in a few days and be yeah. like, we're here again to play. That's that. If they don't learn. I know. You get one shot. Yeah. Yeah. One opportunity to grow. And after that, mom spaghetti. And then you just... Oh, but after I did take it outside, like Zelda jumped onto the curtain. She <laughs> like, did. She's, is it still up there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, cat corner, cat corner, meow, meow, cat corner. Can yeah. we get to the stuff that matters eventually? Uh, sure. We can talk about our stress level scale. Okay. So I need the stress level scale for the last two weeks, right? Or last week at least. Uh, yeah. Not today's stress level scale, which may be higher or lower depending on so how we're doing. We are, so there might be three stress level scales. Ooh, we got three? Well, because I wanted to do one about like today before appointment. Okay, so let's do. And then later, let's do the whole week. Okay. The whole two last two weeks. How have you been stress wise? Uh, I would say serenity now. <laughs> Level four. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've mostly been able to put out of my mind, so I've been Bob Ross. <laughs> um, I know, I know. Everyone's like, "What? Chris isn't worried?" Or is it... Okay, what about today pre-appointment? Trump. Okay, I think I was at midichlorines. It's the highest I've ever been. That's level three. Yeah. Level three. Well, you were like shaking basically and I was worried that what happens, there was some worry there. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of worry. (laughs) Apparently the one common thing in IVF for anybody is worry. Yeah. (laughs) 
eventually you will worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll and probably worry all, for a long as time. And as all us ladies know going through this, if we would just relax, we would just get pregnant. Well, yeah. That's the main <laughs> cause of why we had to spend all this money. Yeah. Can't teach you to relax. She's got a lot of marijuana. <laughs> Maybe that would have helped. <laughs> so our appointment today was an ultrasound. Another twat wanding experience. Uh, she's called the ultrasound <laughs> stick thingy. <laughs> Um, and this is the first one since implantation, transfer, I think they call it, right? Yes, since transfer. Okay. Um, so it was the definitive moment of... It's been working? Is it working? Are, are the thing, is anything in there growing? Is it growing in the correct spot? Because let me tell you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's talk about these two weeks. I've learned more about weird pregnancies than ever. I have pain still in my right lower abdomen. Which usually I think is due to the ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome that I'm dealing with, where my ovary is huge, and so it's pulling on the ligaments. And the doctor said I would have this. He said it would get worse before it gets better, that kind of thing. And I have this. But I also know that an ectopic pregnancy is possible. Um, I don't... I, when he said that that was a possibility, I didn't understand Wait, what's, how. A, what's an ectoptic pregnancy? So I looked it up. So I thought it always was a pregnancy that implants in the tube, in a fallopian tube instead of in the uterus. And that's not viable. Not viable and very dangerous for the woman because it could get so big that it bursts the tube and bleeding inside the Did body. you say that happened to someone recently? Or? Uh, no, but it could happen. I know. Somebody else I talked to said this. Continue. We'll get to it. Oh, okay. Um, but when I looked it up on the internet recently... Because I, I was worried that that was what I was having, of course. Because why would I think it would you know be anything that's positive? Um, so I look, wanted to look up the symptoms. But it actually means a pregnancy that occurs outside of the uterus. Okay. So like if it somehow, I don't know where else it could implant really, but there's yeah, it could be other places. The gut or something. <laughs> yeah. That's and how the body way, works, right? <laughs> yeah, either way dangerous. But I did have to look up the symptoms because I was worried. Oh, go figure. Um, and the symptoms are, one of them is abdominal pain. Which I did technically have, although I think I knew what it was from, but I didn't know for sure. And uh, bleeding, which I've had zero bleeding. And also pain in the shoulder. <laughs> oh, the real reason I looked it up, too, is because the pain was spreading to my hips. So then I was like, oh, no. Wait, wait. What does pain in the shoulder have to do with it? I don't know. Nerves and stuff, they're all connected in your body. I, I didn't have those, and so I did feel some relief. I was like, well, it's probably not that. Okay. But what was your ectopic tale? Oh, I was talking to a friend recently, and as we were talking, they said I one of my good friends just had one of these ectopic oh. pregnancies, and it burst. Ooh, that's and dangerous. she was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. They, she lost a lot of blood. For a while, it was kind of... It's very dangerous. Yeah, I didn't know it was that... Yeah. yeah. What do you think they did like 300 years ago if you had one of I these? I think a person, a lady could perish. Yeah, that makes getting pregnant more dangerous. It is a dangerous thing for women. Yeah, especially when, I mean, yeah. Speaking of that, we should talk about Texas. Remind me of that. The guy or the state? Is there a guy named Texas? Yeah, I know a guy named Texas. From the Marines? No. <laughs> That's a good question, though. I actually know him from work. <laughs> huh. No, I don't know that guy. I'm talking about the state. Okay. I made a note of that. Okay. Okay. Um, so, ultrasound today to find out what's happening in that uterus. See what's going on. And... You know, I uh, I go on the internet quite a lot. And, <laughs> internet socializing. <laughs> yes. And some women at this appointment um, can learn that that the fetus stopped growing at five weeks, five days, or something. They can get they can get bad news. And um, you, I think, usually when that would happen, the, a woman a woman would can, would start bleeding because that's a natural thing to do. Because you'd stop your hormones would stop, like the progesterone and stuff would stop, but doing IVF, you're putting progesterone into your body, and so there's no reason for your body to expel a non-viable pregnancy, because it doesn't know that it's not viable. If you say so. I, I kind of get what so you're I getting at. So I have all these sure. thoughts in my head of, I would have no idea if my body wants to miscarry, because I'm making my body not miscarry with all the drugs I'm putting in it. So you'd just be holding around. So let me get this straight. You're saying, in your world, and maybe it's correct, I don't know, if you did IVF, Okay. And you're using all these hormones, uh-huh. and you just never went in to check up on it, and that like the it stopped progressing. It would still just be in your body forever. And cause I don't the, think forever, but it would be in there for a while. Okay. Because when a, a when a pregnancy would stop, your body would stop producing progesterone. But since you're still using it, right? So is that how your body knows to yeah. kind of get That's rid of it? That's how your body knows to keep the lining oh. thick and stuff. Okay. And not shed the lining. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
I wonder. wonder So I had all these thoughts in my head. All right, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've also, we'll talk later about how I've been feeling, but I've also been um, feeling very sick. But then I was like, is this in my head? Am I just making this up? No, you've been a lot more, you've, every day you've said, I feel like I'm going to vomit, which I remember when you were pregnant with Persephone was never really a case. At least not so much as it is now. Right. And I pee twice a night. This is, I've never used to do that. Once on a stick. That's in the morning. I'm talking about while I'm sleeping. I wake up, I have to pee. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> anyway, so, I, but then you wonder, is this all in my head? Yeah. So we, we go in for our ultrasound appointment. Yep. I didn't know exactly how you wanted to go through this. Okay, let's just talk about as we went through and our thoughts and feelings as we went through. Okay, so we're in the waiting room. Uh, no. I had to check us in because Amy had to run to the bathroom to oh, pee on a stick. okay. Stop it. <laughs> I didn't. Last time I peed on a stick was... Yesterday was... So yesterday. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was yesterday. <laughs> no, I actually made a conscious decision. I'm not going to pee on a stick on Monday because I'm going to go to the doctor. <laughs> I'll take that day off. Every other day. Sure, that's cool. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we get there. I check no, us in. when I get nervous <laughs> you pee on anxious, a stick. <laughs> I have to go to, I have to pee a lot. Okay, okay. That, that makes sense. People do that. Yeah, and I had also had um, some Sprite in the morning because my felt so awful. <laughs> my, did you ever um, pee your pants when you were a kid? Um, sometimes sleeping. Okay, I'm just curious. Until because I was like seven or I, I was wondering if like, if you, because you said you have to go to the bathroom a lot when you get nervous, and I know mm. that's typical for a lot of people, and I wondered if that happened when you were a kid, if you would just pee your pants. Oh, I only remember wetting my pants while I was sleeping. You're much more sophisticated when you speak, wetting your pants and <laughs> progressing the pregnancy. And I'm like, are you still pregnant? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, yes, you get nervous. You went to the bathroom. I checked us in. Yeah. There's only one other couple there. I thought that was weird. Mornings are busy there. Oh, we were there in the afternoon. That's we right. 11.45 appointments. So the morning rush is over. Can I tell you, I tried to... Okay. We'll, I'll talk about this later. How did the check-in go? Uh, she said, are you here? I said, yep, time. I told her the time. She gave me a token. We sat down. Oh, so it wasn't weird <laughs> that you were checking in for me. No. Okay. I said Chris and Amy. So. Oh, all right. Okay. We sat there for about, what, 10 minutes? Wasn't yeah, that it was long. a little bit. We got there early because I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> As we covered, yep. Okay. Uh, go back to the waiting room. That seemed fairly easy until you were like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then they called her name and then we went back to the little room. The little room. And then she the said... The second waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Seinfeld. You've heard the Seinfeld um, yeah. stand-up about it. It's super good. If you haven't heard, you should look it up about going to the doctor. So we're in the second waiting room, <laughs> and where the um, radiologist and the ultrasound tech said, you know, get ready, take your, you know, waist down, put the sheet on. The doctors went in this other room, so it'll be a little bit. I don't know what that meant. And then she said, oh, but if you want to empty your bladder, you can. You don't need to have a full bladder for this one. You're like, I just did and that. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I had a Sprite, but still. Uh, so then we sat there for what felt like 10 minutes. Yeah, 15. Um, and then I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. there was no doctor. Nope. Uh, so I put my clothes back on and I went to the bathroom. Yep. And I opened the door and waited. And the nurse and doctor came in and they looked around. <laughs> and I said, she had to go to the bathroom real quick. And he said, oh, I'll come back. <laughs> Which I thought was weird. I guess you would have had to change again anyway. So yeah. that made sense. But yeah, you were just gone for a few minutes, and they came back, and you were, and we got. I to... did feel bad that they came when I whatever, went to the bathroom, but it's I was very apologetic, and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's fine." They're yeah. like, "Who cares?" They don't do anything in the afternoon; and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, doctor and wanding and, experience is that yeah. a normal wanding experience that you've had? Oh yeah. Okay. And it went. It was actually very warm today. Sometimes Seven. it's not super warm. Sometimes it's regular temperature, which isn't a good or a bad thing. But it's kind of nice when it's extra warm. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, and we saw on the monitor what appeared to me like two babies. Okay, so what appeared to me was there was a <laughs> big cloud of dust, and in the center of that cloud of dust was a little black spot, and mm -hmm. next to that was a, a black spot that looked really small. Yeah, it did. It looked like. A large sack with a baby in it and a tiny sack with a baby in it. I 
didn't know. I mean, I get that was the only thing on the screen that was different. So I assumed that the thing, big black thing, was a thing. Well, I remember I've seen these ultrasounds. I don't before, remember. And you yeah, know, and you've studied them every night. So <laughs> when it's big and black like that, just mean that just means fluid. Okay. So the doctor said, "There's one baby with, with a heartbeat. heartbeat," and then he said, "There's another, there's baby, another with baby with a heartbeat." With a heartbeat. And I did think while well, she was moving the thing around, you mm-hmm. could see it get bigger in the second one. So it was just an angle that was Well, and weird. then he explained it's because of the angle that that one looks so small. Right. The, the twin, we always call these. So anyway, we're having twins. Yay! Double Yay! high five! <laughs> I would like to point that out. That is not the correct Adam's double high five. I'll have you oh, know sorry. if you remember. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, I would like to point out the dice kind of lied so far. The dice said we were having one child, but not twins. Oh, right. So Chris is uh, more concerned about the, the inaccuracy of the dice, the dice than are, excitement the, for the twins. The dice are never inaccurate. <laughs> the world is wrong. So something has happened that made it out of, I don't know, could be the darkest timeline, not positive. Okay. So, yeah, he said um, twin A they label <laughs> as closest to the cervix. I really wanted to ask if we could use uh, like cool code names. They're always that. Can this be twin like ultra? And this is twin <laughs> BravoCon or something. <laughs> Um, so twin A is closest to the cervix, and that's the one that lo- seemed larger. Yeah. And then twin B is further away, and that's why it was harder to get a good good view of it. Yep. And it was the angle was weird. Mm-hmm. But they did the measurements, and they they are measuring exactly where they should be. Yep. Both of them exactly where they're supposed to be. So I'm six weeks, three days pregnant. Technically, it's actually like four weeks, but yes. <laughs> In OBGYN language, it's six weeks. Even Three though days. technically you've only had four weeks. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. So it is. All right. I'm on the verge of accepting it. <laughs> and my, one of my favorite parts of this was that he said, oh, I'd like to see the ovaries. And then he went to the right one and it looked enormous. <laughs> and I said, and he, what, did I say or did he say first that that's large? I think you did. I said, that looks large. And he said, I've seen bigger. <laughs> yes, that's right. And you're like, is this a contest? Or are we, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> And that's the one that's causing me so much pain. Right. Is, is the right one. And then he said, the left one isn't as big, but it's a little large. And I said, eh, I don't have much pain from that side, so I'm not surprised. And I will continue to have this pain until like 11 weeks pregnant. Yeah. Yay. <sighs> so it's pretty exciting. It's yes. a lot of um, stress level scale negativity. We're going down on the stress level scale. <laughs> Yeah, I'm at about Bob Ross today yeah. after that. Yeah. Well, I imagine it probably feels like well, that. Well, it, it feels real now. Yeah. Because I didn't know for sure if I was making up all these symptoms. You know, and I, I don't know. It feels more well, real. You never know if it's going to... They, I mean, here, here's, the, here's what they tell you. You have a 72% chance of mm-hmm. this time to be pregnant. You have a 50% chance of this time to have twins. Right. That's not 100%. Yeah. Even what your symptoms are, what the beta says, that's not right. 100%. Mm-hmm. When you look at, when they stick the TW in you and they look around <laughs> and they say, that has a heartbeat, that has a heartbeat, that's real. That's, yeah. That means something. So Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to talk a little <sighs> bit about uh, the doctor. So if you'll play this clip and I'll explain. Uh, we're going to play a little clip. And my friends, and I don't know how many of you actually listen, but my friends who listen uh, from high school will will understand what this is from. Okay. Neil. 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 So that's a clip from MST3K. And I, uh, I might post it on our Facebook. Anyway, I wanted to talk about this because our favorite Mystery Science Theater 3000 um, was called, it was called The Leech Woman. And we used to watch this all the time. It's definitely not my favorite. But I understand what you're saying. I hope all of my friends collectively are yelling at you right now. There's so many other great shows. Uh, it's anyways, so great. It's not um, even Joel. But <laughs> we were Mike people. <laughs> I know. You're so wrong. There's, a, there's Mike people and the Joel people and we're Mike people. And the Mike people were wrong and the Joel Stop people it. were all. Stop it. Okay. We think you're wrong. What? We think you're wrong. No, even the Mike thing people no. know I'm right. <laughs> no. Um, okay. And the idea so the main character is a doctor he's an endocrinologist <laughs> we in a, a fertility specialist doctor is a reproductive endocrinologist okay so this has been in my head like uh, i'm going to an endocrinologist i, see. <laughs> I just wanted you, to talk about it because he's no longer my endocrinologist do we know his name no he's my ob do we know his name we haven't talked we haven't said it no do we know his first name is it neil is it neil no it's not 
It's too it bad. With, it starts with a P. We probably should have like looked around until we could find a Neil. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Just so you could yell no, at him like Neil, that. No, um, Neil in that clip isn't the doctor. Neil's the attorney friend. Oh, yeah. Isn't the girl? Oh, no. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he's no longer my endocrinologist, and I'm kind of sad because I'm no longer in oh, leech woman territory. Sorry. Right now, he's acting as my OB, okay. obstetrician. Thank you for telling me what that means. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. No, the OB part. Right. Well, I don't <laughs> want to talk about the leech woman. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, yeah. So do you want to talk about anything else about... Oh, um, so speaking of uh, our doctor... No longer endocrinologist, now OB. He's, like, transformed. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. He, I like him. Um, I don't know that everybody would because he is very straightforward. Yeah. Because he said, um, he explained what all the measurements meant. Yep. Which I appreciated. He didn't tell us the heartbeats. Sometimes you know the beats per minute of those Oh, I don't care about embryos, that. Embryos, but they didn't say anything was wrong with it, so I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I wouldn't know what good, what normal is. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like, 6,000? Is that bad? <laughs> He'd be like, no, that's normal. Yeah. So he went, he talked for a long time about how there's, there's two, there's two embryos in there. So there's two placentas. And when a placenta grows um, and spreads out in the uterus, it can cause bleeding. And he actually had a stat of, like, how much, 40% or something of women will have some spotting or bleeding in their pregnancy. Sure, yep. And when I was pregnant with Persephone, I had spotting all the time. Right. And I would always call and I would freak out and they'd get me in to see them the next day and, and they'd do a little t- like exam and ultrasound and everything's fine. But they never told me this, that it can be totally normal. This guy, and I eventually learned it can be totally normal to have spotting. And you don't know that if you've never been pregnant before. And this guy right up front said, you're probably going to have some spotting. I'm surprised that I haven't had any yet, which is shocking yeah. since I had so much so early with Persephone. Sure. Um... Which is another reason earlier I thought maybe it didn't work because <laughs> I didn't have any spotting. Um, so we talked about that a lot and how, depending on where the bleeding is, you might see a lot of it or you might not see any of it. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting and yeah. good that he talked to us about it. Mm-hmm. And he said, because of my age, where I am now, there's an 8% chance of miscarriage. I heard two things. That was the one thing. That and, is 8% and he said there's chance. an 8% chance for each embryo. Right. Which is a 12% chance of losing Or maybe they're fetuses now. I don't know what the what at what time they turn into that. We'll just, we'll just keep calling them embryos. <laughs> we'll look it up quick. Yeah, we'll do it later. Um, yes, that's the one thing I heard too. Well, and it's good to know that. And that's not particular to IVF or twins. That's just the normal, at right. your age, 8% is the, what's it called? Uh, rate? Right. Rate for what? Miscarriage. Uh, miscarriage. Thank you. I couldn't think of the, the oh. M word, miscarriage. He did say if if you miscarry one twin, that doesn't, ne- doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose both. That was interesting. He said yeah. 40 years ago, we thought that it would you basically would lose both mm-hmm. um, for some reason. I'm not sure why, but weird stuff I, happens. Because they probably didn't know. As early as they do now that yeah. there's twins. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Okay. They probably didn't know until they could hear the heartbeat, which you can't hear it from the outside for a few, I think, like, ten more weeks or something. Yeah? Or maybe eight more. I don't I know. know. That was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I heard him say you can resume normal intercourse. That's all <laughs> I heard him say is that. And then he's blabbled on about some other crap, so. <laughs> that was mentioned. <laughs> He looked right at me and said it, too. He did not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was actually looking at you the whole time. Which is another thing I appreciate, is he speaks to you, and when he's speaking to me, like when he says congratulations to me, he looks at me. Yeah. But he should be looking at you. Yeah. Like, I don't really have anything to do with this. I'm not really in the conversation other than to stand there. Yeah, and that other doctor yes. we saw a long time ago that we talked about not liking, who is a partner in this practice that yeah. luckily we haven't ever interacted with. He didn't even look at me, like, basically the whole time. Yeah, you'd only look at me, he which is weird. I'm like, I, why are you looking at me? Stop it. You're making yeah, me nervous. That was <laughs> I'm not pregnant. <laughs> but, yeah, so he gave us all that information. He talked a lot about when I s- transferred to my regular OB, things to ask and make sure, especially about, like, what is their philosophy on um, on prenatal care for twins? And, yeah. And how, make sure it's kind of different. Yeah, no, he's done a lot of that. Yeah, and what hospital would you deliver at? Do they have a NICU? Because chances of premature birth are very high with twins. Like, it was really good. Yeah, he said a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I And then I he finished that. it off with congratulations. Right. Well, <laughs> he does throw the, that in there eventually. <laughs> and he's very serious when he talks about everything, which mm-hmm. it so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was very cognizant when we were back out in the waiting room of trying to not be too happy. Yes, because, okay, so then after we did our thing and the doctor talked to us, then um, 
I had to get my blood drawn so they can check my hormone levels. So they send me back out into the waiting room uh, to do that. <laughs> the bigger waiting room. <laughs> the bigger waiting room. Uh, so where other women and men are. Yep. And so that's when we tried not to be really happy. Oh, but before that, they gave us a new book. Oh, my God, they did. You got a new book. It's called Early Pregnancy. Early Pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind you of exciting. graduated a graduated book. Yeah. <laughs> Which we can also ignore. No, you've been using your other <laughs> I ones. I know, I know. I know. Oh, you were sitting there. No, but I don't know why, but it just hit me like we're in this office where people, where we have gone. Get a good outcome. We Yes, but we've also gone through the whole situation of the socks that we're here. We have to do this, even though it's not the, the most, I don't know, not the easiest way. Mm-hmm. And then to all of a sudden be like, yay, you're pregnant. But other people are still going through that and. And, people and who maybe, might be listening to this might be going yeah, through Yeah, and that. maybe they went through one cycle and it didn't work. Right. Like, they've had the the, the bad outcome from yeah. a cycle or two cycles. We have no idea. Yeah. Somebody sent us uh, in our mail something about frozen embryos, which I didn't read a lot because we didn't have any embryos to fr- freeze, unfortunately. Um, and that's another thing is talking to some people at the reunion, people have very different opinions on, like, if it's a transfer or if it's an embryo transfer or a, what do you call it, not... I'm sorry, a frozen embryo transfer and a non-frozen embryo transfer. Fresh. Fresh or frozen. That's what they call it. Fresh produce. Uh, Yeah. Um, So there's a lot of weird, different opinions. Opinions on what's best or just... What works the best. What... um, I don't... Just a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. And it's been contrary to what me and you have talked about. Mm. Just because there's so many... There's so much information out there and a lot of it isn't vetted. A lot of it's just... We don't know what's going on. Put it out there. It's probably right. Who knows? Because what's what takes more? What sticks more? Like a fresh one or a frozen they say one? Frozen does not from people I were talking to. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, you. That's what I'm saying. It's it's just weird that there's so many. It's like nutrition. There's so much different information out there. You don't know what to do. Or, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so yay! Yay! Uh, one thing the doctor did say is um, he wants to see me in two weeks for another ultrasound. Yep. Before I go to my OB, which is fine with me. As many ultrasounds as they want to give me, I'm happy with to see, yeah, see what's happening in there. It's basically like an elevated version of peeing on a stick, so of course you want to go yeah. in there. Can you give me another well, one tomorrow? That's true. Until you can feel what's happening in there. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't really keep track. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was today's appointment. Okay. Oh, we got some of this. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Could have went longer, but... <laughs> All right, so uh, I want to talk about money slash medicines. It's really more about medication, but it's not shots anymore, so I didn't play the shot song. But it is related to money, too. I can talk a lot about money. <laughs> we have to... I have to get... Um, so I'm still on the progesterone suppositories, one in the morning and one at night. Yep. And I'm still on the estrogen patches. Yep, for the time being. Right, and I'm out of estrogen patches. I need to get more. Right. I need to put new patches on Wednesday morning. So right. I need this by Wednesday morning if I'm going to get it. Okay. And I called the um, prescription insurance company again to ask if the exact brand of est- estrogen patch I'm on is covered. And she, when I was talking to them, she was she was nice, and but she said it's not because that's a name brand. We would cover this generic. And so I have to ask my doctor... Uh, if he would prescribe the generic, and if not, he could file an appeal explaining why he wants the name brand, and then maybe they would consider it. He seemed really against that, didn't he? Well, and so I asked him today if I have to keep doing the estrogen, because this medication is like 300 bucks. Okay. For two weeks of medication. Which is a drop in the bucket, but still, it's now $300. Right, but if I have to keep having it, it's going to be $300, and then $300, and then $300. Well, $300 for how long of a supply? Two weeks. Okay. So that it's, it's substantial. Two weeks. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, and so he said, no, the generic patches will just fall off right away. <laughs> they have to be on my body for three whole days. They have to be sticky enough to stay on me for three days. And he said the generic ones will fall off? Yeah. He said the generic ones come right off. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that part. I must have been still going over the whole normal intercourse thing. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, so anyway, that's an issue for us. But then he also said... That as soon as my body starts producing enough of its own hormones, I don't have to take this medicine anymore. And he said with twins, you're usually starting to produce your own hormones quicker because there's two placentas. So that makes sense. And he was thinking I might be able to stop the estrogen patches. 
but I won't know until tomorrow. Right. And, and uh, our pharmacy is 24 hours. So you could even get it after the movie. But it's so far away. Right. It you is. Like, for it some happens reason, to be enough time. You're no. like, let's put our pharmacy in Wisconsin. <laughs> the other pharmacies don't have this stuff. It's a specialty item. I understand why. I just decided to make fun of you. A little oh, bit. <laughs> so anyway, there's some little bit of drama there, plus money. So if I do need more, I have to call the pharmacy or the insurance and say, how does my doctor do an appeal? And then work with the nurses to have the appeal done. So that'll be kind of annoying to have to deal with. Yeah. Do you think you would get, how much of a supply do you think you would get? I think they just give you two weeks at a time. Oh. <laughs> Wait, how much? Two weeks. <laughs> Excuse me? Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I'm sorry, it was required. <laughs> Haven't we played that before? I don't know. For the two week wait? We really should have if we didn't. <laughs> I was thinking that too as soon as I said two week wait. Okay. So well, that's yeah, the actually, money the, part. after the movie's not a bad idea. If you need yeah. them tomorrow after the movie, I'll be down kind of near that area and take 394, I'll be fine. Yep, so I will see. Okay. But hopefully they'll pay for it, and then it would be quite the money saver. It's kind of annoying that insurance is like, uh, no, we'll give you the generic stuff that falls right off. And we're like, but, <laughs> but that falls right off. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did want to mention, so I'm still on the progesterone suppositories, so I'm still trying to do constant Kegels. Uh, <laughs> but what I love, <laughs> so I'm on, the, uh, <laughs> I'm on a new subreddit for women who... Uh, we're doing IVF or fertility treatments and are now pregnant. Do you ever go back to the old subreddit? I do. And that's where I learn sad, sadder things. Yeah. I, I, but I feel bad because I'm not there anymore. And I feel sad for the people that are still there that they're not moving on with me. And I feel like I can't ever comment on anything because... I know. It's hard. Because you, you want to be like, yeah. it does happen. You know, just no. keep your chin up. But oh, God, no. I know. They would be so mad about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's tough. It's, but... It sucks because you're part of a community, kind of, and you got to yeah. leave that community. And Well, some, there's at least two that I recognize from my infertility one that have moved on with me, kind of. I'm just waiting for their updates after their ultrasounds, which I think are coming up. Okay. That's a weird, okay. Anyway. <laughs> so the progesterone suppositories, what comes in must come out, and it can be gross. And what I've learned people like to call it is crotch spackle. What? Is there like one person who hates life who's like, crosspackle and twat No. It's an accurate description because it comes out, it's it's a white medication when it goes in, so it's white when it comes out, and it's crusty, like spackle might be. <laughs> like if you leave it like in your underwear or you don't wipe it off your body. Let's not gets, talk like, about this anymore. Crusty. Let's move on to more important things. <laughs> so I think it's awesome that it's crosspackle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. My children aren't going on Reddit until they're 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a bad idea. All right, what are we doing now? Are we doing this one? Yes. Okay, that last one said feel you. Is it actually feel you? It, it sounded more like feel It did, but the little words on the screen said feel you. All right, so oh, I again was thinking arms, if we still. had, if we continue to do this, we could have a, a little check-in about how is Amy feeling right now. Like, Well, just Amy? What, Chris can't have any feelings or what? What's up with that? Not like mentally or f- emotionally. I'm talking about physical feelings of pregnancy. I don't think there's a song for that. Physical feelings of pregnancy. That, <laughs> That's fine. So, I'm not explaining okay. the use of the song. I'm explaining this new segment. I'm I know. Introducing. I was explaining that we need a new song. We'll have to write one. Oh, yeah. We Somebody do need a new song. I need to think about it. Or if you have an idea out there, feel free to tell us. Just write a song called Physical Feelings of Pregnancy and send That's, it in. That would be a dumb song. What? Oh, oh, just for us, it'd be great song. Yeah, but like if somebody tried to like record a song called that. No, nobody would listen to that. Right. But it would be that's a great, you know, it's be like a 10 second thing that somebody can do it. Somebody's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I feel very nauseous every day. <laughs> Which is completely different than Persephone. Well, I did have nausea with Persephone, but it didn't start till like eight or 10 weeks. And I don't remember it being so severe. It was not. Yeah. Because you've said not. pretty much every day, I think I'm going to vomit now. I'm going to go to the bathroom and vomit. I'm going to go to the bathroom and vomit. So I haven't vomited yet, but I'm only six weeks. But I have gagged a lot as if I'm going to vomit. And you said while brushing your teeth? Oh my gosh, brushing my teeth is my new enemy. <laughs> Don't stop, please. 
<laughs> well, I'm not going to stop, but like you, I brush my tongue for the good breath. And the minute that toothbrush touches my tongue, I want to throw up. And the first time I knew that was a problem, I actually thought I was going to throw up and there was, there was toothpaste all over the toilet. <laughs> oh, that's a good thought. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's a, uh, that's a thing. Um, normally in real life, I have a superhuman sense of smell. Not as strong as my friend Stephanie, but I am a close second and she always forgets that. She thinks she's the best at smelling, but I'm pretty good too. You guys have um, amazing conversations. <laughs> But now, then, ah, I'm the best at smelling. <laughs> but now it's really bad. Yeah. Like, we're at the fair today, and we're like, maybe we shouldn't go near that barn area. No, with the animals? Nope. Couldn't with do animals, that. Yeah. And even at work, somebody, last week was a stressful week for us at work, and so people kept bringing in food <laughs> to, you know, eat away our, our problems or mm-hmm. our stress, which is fine. Very nice. But somebody brought in um, a plate of uh, cut vegetables and dip, and I wanted to throw up. Like, the smell of those vegetables was horrendous. And then, what was it, like, two days ago, Davis was eating something, and from across the room, I was like, Davis, what are you eating? <laughs> Stop eating. It was like peas. Was like, like regular I'm eating, peas. I'm just eating peas. <laughs> I can smell them. Get out! So he's like, all right, I'll move by Wednesday, I promise. <laughs> so that's a thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I still have that pain. Your giant ovary pain? Yep, and it moves to my hip sometimes. And then up to your shoulder, apparently? No, that's bad. It oh, that's shoulder. right. Okay. It's just in your hip and your ovary. Yes. So I have to now, I'm usually a stomach sleeper. Okay. Side slash stomach. Sure. And to go from your one, laying one direction on your stomach to the other, it's really easy to just flip on your stomach. Right? Right. And I can't do that because it hurts my ligament <laughs> of my ovary too much. So I have to do it on my back. Okay. Which also disrupts the cats a lot more. Yeah. They, they probably don't get like angry it. at that. Oh, no. They don't like it. But I'll have to get used to that anyway when I get a big belly. My favorite thing about, hopefully, when you have giant stomach is the fact that our bed is approximately four feet off the ground. And We're going to have to get a step stool. I don't think you're going to be able to get into it. <laughs> We're going to have to get a step stool. I think it's more than four feet. No, four feet's a lot. Four feet's it? a lot. Yeah. It's like almost as big as you. <laughs> right. We're going to need a step stool. It'll be fun. For sure. We should get like the... Oh, excuse me. Remember they have like animal stools that help your animals get onto bed? Right. We're going to need something like that. Yeah. We'll get you an animal stool. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing I was going to say about how I'm feeling? Very tired. Very tired. That makes sense. I took a nap after work on Friday, which was a mistake. I mean, it felt good at the time, and then I couldn't fall asleep at night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of a mistake, but I am very tired all the time. Um, speaking of tired, I will say this. So here's another thing the doctor said is what they recommend for women who are pregnant, especially with twins, is that they get two hours of rest laying down in the middle of the day every day. Yeah. When am I supposed to do that? <laughs> oh, let me get on my cot and I'll go ahead and take my nap. Oh, it's lunchtime, friends. Can't go with you to a chai puddle. I have to lay on the floor in my office. <laughs> For two <laughs> like, hours. What? Just spoon chai puddle into my mouth as I sleep. <laughs> yeah. So that's not going to happen. Uh, and then I wanted to talk about how I've been basically caffeine free now for six weeks. Right. I did on my birthday have a, um, a Starbucks. And I was super, I was shaking all, almost all day because of the caffeine. Mostly the caffeine for the beginning of the day. And then because I was going to see Real that night, I was uh-huh. continued to shake. Sure. Uh. <laughs> My favorite story about that is like a few days ago, you're like, I had a Coke. I feel much better. <laughs> like you got your fix. You're like, no. the Coke was amazing. Now I'm fine. <laughs> okay. So you can have up to 200 milligrams of caffeine a day while you're pregnant. Well, you can have as much as you want. But well, that's what they probably safety, recommend. So... A Starbucks drink that I get has about 150 milligrams. Okay. And so that's why for me it's just going to be an occasional treat. Yeah. And 12-ounce can of Coke has 37. Yeah. So I it's understand. hardly anything. No, I know, but it's it shows you how much your body is, like, reliant on it. I'm not done. No, 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 no. Right. I'm not done. When I was pregnant with Persephone, the doctor told me to drink a can of Coke <laughs> to help with your nausea. Okay. And so I did that. Yeah. And it did help. And I forgot... Until recently when I got, had some Coke, how much Coke helps with my nausea. It's not the caffeine. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's the sugar and the carbonation. Not and you're sure. actually supposed to drink it flat, which is gross. I'm not sure I believe you, but I do see what you're I saying. I mean, it might have some of the caffeine to do with it, but I haven't had any headaches and stuff. I can understand that, actually, because it makes Wanting you burp caffeine. and stuff. And yeah, I haven't drinking pop in 
since last September, and I had a little bit of years at the state fair, and I burped like twelve times. <laughs> I was yeah. like, my body's and it burned going down. I'm like, why do people drink this? Yeah. Like, you forget what it tastes like. So, anyway, so I did have a Coke at the state fair today. Yeah, and it was delicious, and I think it helped settle my tummy a little bit. <clears throat> so I might start drinking half cans of Coke again. I don't want to buy half cans of Coke for my nausea. But didn't you say it's really good when they're flat? Yes. So you can take- but the problem is. If I buy, like, 20-ounce bottles, yeah. the problem is, what if I drink the whole thing? Don't. It, it's self-controlled. I mean, it still would only just be, a little bit. It then. would still only be, like, 100 or less than 100 milligrams of caffeine, so it's still well within the limit. Just don't. But I don't want to get myself addicted to the caffeine again. Sure. Just drink a little. But if it, but if I'm feeling real sick, Chris, I'm probably going to do it. <laughs> I feel like I'm give me a two-liter. <laughs> two-liter. That would be too much. So, anyway, I'm, that's how I'm doing. Okay. Well... I look forward to hearing that every week. I know how I'm doing. I was going to say something else. I need to think while you talk because I was going to say something else and I forgot it. Okay, I'm fine. Um, Well, I think all we really have left is to talk about our future of our podcast and how things are going. That didn't jar anything from you. I was hoping that would jar something from you. (laughs) No. Shoot. Forgot. Okay. Well, let me know. Uh, So, talking about the future, I will say that... Um, currently our podcast is incorrectly named. I disagree. Our name of our podcast is Expensive Science Baby. Right. Uh, you got me with the last word. <laughs> I, uh, well, I did. We'll, we'll just put a caveat on the back of that. No, because we don't, we're not saying that this podcast is only about... It can, it's still relevant. It's just It's not as accurate as it could be. Right. I mean, I'm not suggesting we go change it. But... Change it to babies. <laughs> right. But it is kind of... You know, that gives away the vending anyway. Right. So. We don't want to do that. Anyway. But yeah. So, but let's talk a little bit about the future of our podcast. Okay? Okay. We didn't really talk about it. Did we? Nah, not really. We said we asked people to right. tell us if they would still listen. And a lot of people did chime in and say, you know, whatever you do, we'll probably listen because it's fun. And sometimes it's fun. <laughs> and sometimes it's inappropriate. But Chris crosses lines. Some people said that. Did they? Yeah. Just because of your stupid line comments. Like, you're always like, you crossed a line, Chris. <laughs> sometimes you do. I never cross lines. But I, for one, really missed having a talk with you every week. So I would like to keep doing it. People don't have to listen, but just right. for us in general, I just enjoy talking to you about this, hearing your feelings, seeing how you're doing, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm game for that. The problem with every week is that there's not going to be a lot to share. Like next week, there's not going to be a ton to share. It's going to go down. We're going to be both about half hour episodes sometimes, 25 minutes. Honestly, episode. we might stick some pop culture in there. I would like when like <laughs> when shows start up again that we watch together, we could talk about them a little bit. Is there one that starts up that we talk together, we watch together? I think those are all like gone. If I catch up on Supernatural, we could talk about that eh, one. That's never going to happen. I'm only um, like three out. I know, and Ryan's only on episode nine of Game of Thrones or whatever. Anyways, my point being. I think I can be faster than Ryan. <laughs> Anyways, um, I look forward to doing this and I want to keep doing it. Even if we find out something different or we add another segment or something, there's relevant information. It's fun to talk about. And it's, yeah. And it. It'll bring kind of a conclusion to this in approximately eight months. <laughs> Probably seven since prematurity well, is a high. It, I hope it's eight months. Yeah, because yeah, twins are our... Okay, that's something else I want to say about the word twins. So we'll get to if we're, our future in a second after I interrupt. Um, there's, a, there's a high risk for premature birth in twins. Mm-hmm. The word twin is weird to me because in this case, because while they're growing in the same spot, they're using completely different eggs and completely different sperm. They're fraternal twins. I thought fraternal... Okay, so fraternal twins are always two eggs? Yeah. And they're always two sperm? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, identical are when the one egg, one sperm okay. splits a lot and has the same DNA. Right, but I didn't realize that there was ever two eggs released that both get yeah. fertilized by yeah. him. Okay, that makes sense then. I did find it weird and kind of fun and cool that there are two potential children growing next to each other for the entire time. Yeah. I don't know why. It just kind of struck me as that's neat that they're yeah. just both, maybe the picture, they're both just sitting there and growing and they're going to do that. And I wonder if that does anything like imprint so. something or, I you know, so. even if, cause you're not conscious of it, obviously. I think they talk about that or there's a lot of studies about that. Right. I don't know. I think it's interesting. So, I mean, so now, now there's a lot of things that I need to read. 
Maybe we should and look into like studies. And even like today, I said, because we're at the fair, we're walking around, people have strollers and people are carrying, like have our baby wearing, and I like to baby wear, and I was like, can you baby wear two babies? Yeah. Like, how does one do that? Very carefully. Because I don't want to have one on my in the front, one in the back. When they're tiny, you can't do that. You need to, so like, how do you do that? My other question was, how do you breastfeed two children? <laughs> I've never okay, breastfeed. I know how, but like, I think it would be tough. You it's do a lot one, harder. Yeah. It's football hold on both. It's harder. I, Persephone was easier compared to two. I, I guarantee that. And you had a you breastfed for how long? A long time. Two years. Two years. So I don't know if I could do that with two babies. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to also say um, something, two somethings, and I'm going to kind of bring it down. I guess it's my turn. To I'll bring, bring it, it down. back up at the end. Uh, and we should have said this last time, and I I, I felt really bad that we didn't, because I don't think we'll be doing like a a cutesy Facebook announcement with a picture and blah. This like, is our, and a lot of people do that and it's just this is our cutesy announcement this is our right cutesy here announcement, but we should have said that persephone is going to be a big sister yeah and no, i forgot and there's a lot of i have a lot of weird emotions it's with tough. that right there's now there's a lot we're both thinking about a lot of things yeah and... i had a pretty bad day yesterday <laughs> sorry about that i know no, you i knew were... you were having a sad day and that's fine um but yeah i just think about how excited she would be yeah. that there's two babies yeah and that's that's tough well, and then just everything that goes along with it, like, I don't know, it's it's tough to talk about, but just being a dad without Persephone, it's weird. Yeah. You know? So yeah, we definitely brought it down. Good job. <laughs> so, and I think that's probably something we can talk about, too, on our podcast, is how are we grieving and being excited? Yeah. And still honoring her and not replacing her. We can try. I'll try not to cry as much. <laughs> It's tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I still see a therapist, so I'm sure he and I will talk a lot about this. You are my therapy. I'm sure that's that's perfectly healthy. Super healthy. <laughs> it's completely healthy. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> and that's the first time I've ever heard that, by the way, and I don't know that I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just speaking out loud with somebody nearby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And you said you had something There's else. actually two things. Okay. Can we talk about Texas? Sure. Because I brought it up and then I forgot. The state, still. Correct. Okay. I believe I saw a headline on Reddit. That Texas now has the highest maternal mortality rate. Oh, Jesus. What happened there? I don't know. Something, I think they related it to closing Planned Parenthood, so p- women aren't getting prenatal care. I'm assuming it's dangerous they, for them. I'm assuming they mean per capita because otherwise I don't know. the stat doesn't make any sense. But Oh, geez. So, I mean, that's still, because we were talking about what happens if a, 60 or 100 years ago when a woman yeah, had an ectopic, yeah, yeah, they probably yeah. died. Women still do not survive childbirth. Ugh, that's got to be weird to think about. Yeah. Another thing about being a woman that's weird. There's a lot of things about being women, yeah, not so women, I that I feel fine I mean, there's, so there's a lot for us to think about and talk about. There's one thing I will guarantee you is that I will not try a home birth. Right, especially I've the twins. I've always personally been against that. The only reason I would have a home birth is if for some reason they just come in five minutes oh. <laughs> and you can't get there, right? I'm not against but, it, especially if there's trained medical professionals around, but I do understand that. I, I am not. I know. We're different. We're different. We are I, different. I understand that people want to do that, and it's, it's definitely a different experience. I just like to have the highest chance of survival as possible. <laughs> well, we've already gone through a child dying. Yeah. I, I want to be in a hospital that has the best capabilities of care if, yeah. a thing ha- if something were to happen. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> you had one yeah. more thing. And the other thing is a personal thing. Okay. Well, the rest of this was not personal. This is just a well, flippant crap. I mean, off topic. Okay. Completely. I have one too, so go ahead. Okay. Uh, if you want to see me do improv, <laughs> the next five, four Sundays, I will be performing at Huge Theater at 8 o'clock. Is it always two th- shows? You're always doing two or just the one? The next two Sundays, I will be doing two shows. That's pretty good. Amy's going to no, be in no. half the shows. The next, next Sunday, I'll be doing two shows. The Sunday after that, I'm in three out what of four groups. What the fuck? 75% of the shows? It, it happened really fast, and I, there's nothing I can do about it. And then the two after that, I'm just in one group. Okay. And on that note, I will say that I went to Amy's show last night. It was their first show as this group, hashtag. And? Amy's. Amy, Amy's Amy Presents. I know everybody from the hashtag one. I don't mm-hmm. know the one from the Amy's Presents. So I thought, hashtag, you guys did a great job. Thank you. I was very happy with it. Yeah. We- we were shockingly happy. Yeah. I think we shocked ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I will say. I, I, so I think you're further along than other groups who first do their first show. Oh, I think you're much further along. That's a good along, thing to say. Because so. I've seen some, this is our first show, or you know it's their first show, oh. and, and it's just they're not there yet. So. Hmm. so that says a lot about you and um, what you bring to it. I think it's because um, a lot of 
if you guys want to learn about improv, a lot of that has to do with how much you know and trust your teammates. Sure. And I've known Ben forever. Yeah. I've, I've known Davis for a long time because we had classes together. Right. And Katie... It's just is, awesome. Katie is new to me, but Katie knows Ben because they did classes together. Right. So we all have such already built-in trust that yeah. that's really that helps. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. And the Amy Presents group I thought was also fun. It's a bunch of... There's a lot of Amy's in the improv community in Minneapolis. And so they decided to put us all together and do a group. Just five Amy's. And it was super fun. Yeah. yeah. You guys did a good job, too. Anyway, um, huge theater, 8 p.m., the next four Sundays. And it, I think it's always pay what you want. Pay what you want. So, so you want to pay a dollar, it's fine. If you, you want just want to walk in. $50 and donate to huge theater, which is a nonprofit, do it. Or if you want to do what I do and throw a penny <laughs> on the counter and be you like, not give a penny. that's what it's worth. And then I go <laughs> walk in. You better not give a penny. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, so check that out. It was really good. Uh, lastly, for me, a friend of mine kind of reminded me the other day that and something I haven't told you, I think he said, and we were talking about IVF and how much we've been through and you've been through. And he said, you must be very proud of her. And I said, you know, I am very proud of her, but I never really tell her. So I am very hmm. proud of you for not only going through all this, but putting yourself out there like that. It's easy for me, but you're, you go through a lot of it. So thank you for doing that. Huh. Well, thanks. That was nice. <laughs> Um, so we'll be back next week. I don't know if you guys will be, but we'll be here. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. No, me either. But we'll figure it out and it'll be awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, everyone should go watch uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 this week. <laughs> All right. We'll take care. <laughs> bye. You got to say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> nice view of the fiance from here. That's better. <laughs> Emasculating hippo. Give me some freedom.